Hey, Reese, Bips, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys going to do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Hello, hello. Welcome back yet again to another edition of the Mavs Outsiders podcast. I am one of your hosts, Mike Bibbins, on Twitter at Bibbs Corner. You can also find my movie reviews at Have You Seen Pod on Twitter and Have You Seen Podcast wherever you get your podcast. Look for the popcorn bucket with the Bibbs Corner logo on it. Joined as always by my co host, Reese Williams at mavar 25 on Twitter, at MindaReese on Instagram, YouTube, and at MindaReese Reviews on the young people shit. He don't know I muted him, but I did, because I ain't want no background noise in this intro. I know you did, because I went to mute myself. But... Okay. <laughs> How you doing, Reese? I'm good, man. I'm uh, I'm frustrated. Okay. Um, not at the Mavs loss. Fuck that. I'm just frustrated at my parlays. <laughs> um, but I, I should be twenty four thousand. Not twenty four. I'm sorry. Twenty four hundred. See, I must have missed one of the bets. Twenty four hundred dollars richer right now, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm all right though, man. I'm all right. Shout out to Rudy Gobert. Um, no, I was <laughs> I'm sorry. That was that was a low blow for no reason. Um, well, it is kind of topical because this loss here just allowed the Minnesota Timberwolves to pass us. I think I saw a stat that they were like 18 and nine or 18 and seven lately. Uh, that I didn't makes us seventh, correct? Say what? That makes us seventh, correct? That is right. We are currently in playoff rank or play in range um let me see i can't be mad at this loss tonight um especially we probably should have lost this game and the 76ers games yeah so splitting those games it's hard to be upset but oh, oh, go ahead. Sorry, I was gonna say upset at the result, but the yeah. process, the process is is what is upsetting because it feels like again, our coach is not putting our best foot forward for one reason or another. Do you disagree? I do not disagree. Um. I forgot what I was about to say when I was letting you off. But uh, this game, watching this game, I know people are going to be upset because we had a chance. Uh, saw it at the end. Uh, some people are even upset at Luca for, for missing the shot. I'm more upset with him leaving dudes open for three uh, constantly throughout the game as opposed to him missing that layup. But I digress. Um, Down the stretch alone. He allowed nine points from just not even pre- pretending to recover to his man. And most were just from one guy. Two, now, the, down the stretch, 
it was two to Wayne Wright and one to CP3, where he, oh. he was with the guy that should have made the rotation and didn't. But I think all 12 of Wayne Wright's, Wayne Wright's points were Luca was his man and just sagging off of him off ball. Okay. Um, watching this game, we know where we stand defensively. Like, we, we know what this team is defensively. And you got KD out there just making it look easy. Like, just except when Josh was guarding him. Yeah. Either way, I, I wouldn't expect Josh to be able to contain KD all game. He did. I mean, like, if he was on him all game. Oh, you mean like for 40 minutes? Yeah. Okay. I mean, obviously, I don't think it's going to be 40 minutes. That's just unrealistic. To in the playoffs, add. it probably would be. They may foul out first. They'll, it'll probably be some switching in and out, obviously, to get Josh Green some rest. Because if you're chasing KD around for 40 minutes, God bless you. But um, KD is one of the best in the world, making it look easy. And you got uh, front runner McGee out there um, next to him. <laughs> uh, regardless of how I feel about him, he's a hooper. The dude can hoop. The dude is good. Like, we see that. So they got the firepower. We got the firepower, too. Uh, it was a close game. Just they they pulled away with it. You could argue that, you know, we fixed a few mistakes here and it doesn't come down to that last shot. And I would say, hey, you're absolutely right. But we didn't. Uh, not going to blame the game on one person. Again, I am upset at Luca uh, for his lapses on defense. Uh, obviously, I'm upset at Coach Kidd, as I usually am, about some things. Uh, <laughs> but it is what it is. Um I just don't understand why we saw Markeith Morris for all of two minutes. And like, those were good two minutes. I was about to say, it was a good, it was another good <laughs> stretch of Markeith Morris ball. And he just got, took him out for no reason. Like the dude is a body. He's capable of moving his feet on the perimeter. He's not slow footed and he can shoot. He came in, knocked down a three and we didn't see him again. He had two rebounds in two minutes. Dwight Powell had four in 24. Like, come on, man. Like, that's going to become a running gag. How many more rebounds or how many rebounds did this person have compared to Dwight when they played less minutes? Um, and rebounds were a big part of this, too, considering the second chance points they were getting. And that was one of the things I was going to say is that the the difference between these two teams when it kept, came down to it is that the Suns have a defensive anchor. At the end of the day, Aiden, how many rebounds? 16 rebounds tonight. Ball, what came off the rim, that was the end of the possession. <clears throat> 16, 14 times, the 14 defense rebounds. Let me, let me clear that up. Um, <clears throat> the Mavs have five offensive rebounds. Do you want to guess who had the most? Repeat that again. The Mavs had five offensive rebounds. You want to guess who had the most of those offensive rebounds? So Josh Green? It is not, but he did have one. And I remember it was early in the game. He went up. Like, I think his chest was at the rim level.
Kyrie Irving. Correct. Josh yeah. had one, White guess. had one, Christian Wood had one, and Kyrie Irving had two. Kyrie was my first guess, but I overthought it. I said, no, nah, maybe it was Josh. No, nah, it was Kyrie. This game was both frustrating and exciting uh, to watch. As a Mavs fan, it was frustrating. As a basketball fan, it was exciting to watch. Uh, just makes me want more from a playoff series between these two. That's if we get in, considering we're officially a play-in team right now, like we mentioned. Um, it's also frustrating that every time the Mavs lose, it's going to be, oh, the Mavs are two and whatever with Kyrie and Luka playing together. And it's like, why are y'all doing this? <laughs> right, because I right or wrong, the only time that them them and their chemistry was an issue was the first time. Since then, it's been everything else but them. So that I'm really tired of that being the narrative. Shout out to first half Tim Hardaway Jr. <laughs> did he score in the second half at all? I don't know. I don't think he did. I'm about to go check. I, I know he had 18 in the first half, right? Yeah. He set like a record for himself. He scored 21 points in the game. So I think he did hit one. Okay. He was he efficient, three. but... He disappeared in the second half. He hit one in the second <clears throat> half, yeah. He was playing some really nice defense here and there, though. Some great... Thank you on one possession. Great on-ball defense. Yeah. From him. On-ball, specifically. Um, I don't know what it is with the rotations on this team, and I, I, it's the defensive rotations off-ball, I just... It, if the rotations aren't going to be right, I'd rather y'all just man up one-on-one and let it be what it is. Have a shootout. But giving guys open shots is just not going to fucking work. No, it's not. Um, now, it worked for Okogie, and that was another thing. Uh, we, I understood the idea of allowing Okogie to shoot those shots. Mm-hmm. He went 0 for 8. If he had hit two of those, it would have been a completely different game. Now, then they put Wayne Wright and I think Damian Lee in those situations. And they were still getting those shots. And Wayne Wright was hitting them. The idea of leaving the guy open is to not close out hard. Like, I, you know, the 2K settings, you know, sag off of them. Close out, like, close out short. But close out, like, the, you don't have to go it's up like you're trying um, to. 2K actually doesn't have that setting. You would think they did. But not anymore? Nah, it's... um. It's off ball and it's on ball pressure. And it don't not. So do technically, the on ball pressure kind of plays into that because if I have, if I have my off ball pressure as sag off, well, they have um, what is it? Right, because off ball you would set it to sag off. On ball you would set it to I forget what it, what it is. It's, it's I either smother or tight or moderate. That that depends on how close they get when they're closing out. So right, technically. Right, right, right. Yeah. So whatever, I guess the moderate would be like the idea is that you move toward them mm-hmm. in a way that makes them think for a second. Right. Like, don't give them practice shots. Luckily for us, he shot like 0 for 9 at one point. Go Bear might hit one if you just leave him long yeah. enough. These dudes in the NBA. Like, just just slowly move, put a hand up and slowly stagger towards them. 
to make them think for a second. Don't just stand there and turn your back to them. That's and I get Lucas didn't look healthy. I, I know he's dealing with a thigh bruise, apparently. Yeah, it looks like something. You could even tell his legs, like when he was trying to run up court. Yeah, the leg, he wasn't putting a lot of pressure on one of those legs. Yeah. Um, I couldn't tell which one it was. If it was his left, that would also explain why he was leaving all his floaters and layups short. Yeah, I was going to mention that. So I get that part of it, but at a certain point in time, when they've taken 12 shots on your head and you've contested zero of them, you might need to make an an adjustment. Maybe you don't need to sag off as far if you're not going to be able to recover. Like, keep yourself a little bit closer to begin with so there's not a 15-foot gap. Come on. 15-foot gap between you and that man to where they're just getting wide open practice shots to the point where the coach can just go get anybody else off the bench and put them in that same position because you're not even making that player think. So really I can go get a two, a G league dude that hits threes and put them in that position. Cause you're not making them work. Um, so that was the Luca piece. We said we weren't going to be mad at any individual player. You you said you weren't mad at any individual player. I'm not either. Um, <laughs> I'm assuming other people are. Uh, somebody was in my DM was talking about Christian Wood, but I'm going to let it. What? What? Why? <clears throat> I had the tweet where I was like, I'm really glad that uh, we end to close this game out with Dwight Powell instead of the guy that has outplayed him all night. And there was that there was the play at the end where Dwight allowed two offensive rebounds. I don't know if I put the first one on him because he was contesting the shot before the offensive rebound was given up. Mm-hmm. And then I think we ended up having a, we ended up fouling on that play. But the second one was just a, a factor mm-hmm. of Dwight Powell just not being an interior presence. And so they get the points, and then, of course, we get the the dunk on the other end. So, you know, if you look at it in the box score, you say, oh, they cancel out. But literally all he had to do was run down the middle of the lane and catch the basketball. He didn't get the ball post up and do anything. Like, he, he got a free two points that he did not fumble. Congratulations. Um, I don't know why we felt the need to go there in that situation. Now, if – in the previous games, Christian would have had some bad rotations on defense, some lapses, whatever. A night like that, I would understand not wanting to put him in in that situation. But he was on it tonight. He gave a lot to the offense tonight. I um actually sat down. <laughs> when I came to this game, I said, I'm going to start doing something. Because, you know, we on Friday we were with – uh the We Talk Mavs guys on the Glow Yard channel. Shout out to them. And there was a, a dude that came through the chat and was on Christian Wood's head. All night. <laughs> so rather than go to the obtuse, you know, Christian Wood gives you offense, even if his defense is worse. Even though Dwight Powell gives you nothing on either end, 
I decided to keep that thing on me. That's why I got the John Morant jersey on. Um, you know, I keep that tool on me. So, uh, bro, bro, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? I'm sorry. <clears throat> the entire game, I watched every single Christian Wood and Dwight Powell possession. And I took notes. Every positive thing they did, every negative thing they did. And at one point in this game, it was so lopsided that I wanted to stop doing it. There wasn't no point in doing it no more. It wasn't. It was like, here's Dwight Powell. Okay, he got a nice two points. Good job. Okay, here's Dwight Powell again. A good finish. Two points. Okay, Aiton. Gave, he gave up two points to Aiton. Gave up two more points to Aiton. Gave up two more points to Aiton. <clears throat> Christian Wood. Bucket, bucket, bucket. Gave up two points to, uh, uh, was it Tory Craig? Yeah, gave up two points to Tory Craig on a slow rotation. Bucket, bucket, bucket. Gave up two points to uh, Young Jock on a play where he went to get a block for no reason. Or he, no, it was a shot that he had assumed was going to be an air ball, so he jumped early. Young Jock. Then, Jock Longdale. Landale. All right, bro. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think I met actual Young Jock? Like, I thought you were saying one of their players looked like Young Jock, and I'm like, who on <laughs> team look like Young Jock? Whatever, man. Go ahead. Jock Landale. So he had to play where he jumped early and the ball came straight down to Landale. Landale got a layup. So he had to, he gave up a layup to Craig. He gave up a layup to Jock. He scored 17 points. That's plus 13 on the scoring. And I'm not a plus minus when you look at the goofy ass box score. No, he actively contributed 17 points. He actively allowed four direct points that should have been stopped. Dwight Powell actively scored four points. He actively gave up six points that he should have stopped. Actively. Now, I also may know the other plays on and off ball. There was the the play where Kyrie got his pocket picked. Christian Wood hustled back and stopped the dunk. Aiton got the ball one time and made a move. Christian Wood went with a strong contest, caused a miss. Another play, drew a foul on Aiton on the other end. Another play, got isoed on Booker, kept him in front of him. Got an and one. Got a crossover on, I think it was Tory Craig again. Got caught, got the drew a foul. <clears throat> got another stop on Aiton when Aiton tried to post him up and score on. Bad on, on Christian Wood. Blatant defensive three second call. Like he was going to the edge of the paint. 
to act like he, you know, players usually t- t- take one foot out of the paint, lift yeah. it up. He was like going to the edge of the paint, like not actually outside of it and doing that. He did it like four times. The ref let him get away with it a couple times, but then eventually he was like, All right, I got caught. Like it's just bad. And even after the play, I saw Christian Wood talking to the ref, like, you right, you right. Like, because he tried first, he tried to defend him. Oh, I, I went, I checked out. He was like, Come on, son, you wasn't really getting out of there. He's like, You right. <laughs> like I, I saw the whole conversation. Cause I was like, what does he argue about? All right. I also tracked plays where they went to contest, but got scored on. Mm-hmm. Now, not every single one. Like, if they went to contest KD and KD was already mid jumper, like, I'm not holding that against you. But there were plays where they went to contest, and a normal center probably would have got that block. Like, a defensive center would have got that block. There was one where Wood didn't close out hard enough on campaign, gave up a midi. And he had one where he gave up a midi to CP3. So that's four more points he allowed on top of the other four. So that's that's eight he allowed, 17 he's put on the board, plus all the fouls he drew to get us to the bonus, which we also did not take advantage of. Dwight Powell, he had two on Booker, where his little tiny dinosaur arms just couldn't do anything to actually contest the shot. And one on CP3, where he he didn't the little dinosaur arms wasn't doing it, and he should it would have been a block for a normal center. He also had a rebound come to him that he slapped out of bounds for no fucking reason. He does that all the time. A normal center would have grabbed the damn ball. He slaps more rebounds than he grabs. He slapped that thing across the court, like not toward a person. Just slapped it for no reason. Um, Dwight Powell had a good roll. Good hard roll that cleared out the other side of the floor for a three. And he had a good rotation defensively where he stopped the Devin Booker drive. That's it. That's all I got. Christian Wood, much more positive over what Dwight Powell contributed. That's tonight. I'm going to try to continue doing this. I want there to be a night where Wood isn't blatantly better than Dwight Powell. Dwight Powell was very mid in this game. He was slightly more negative than positive. Just barely. And that's what he gives you. He's a steadying force he's not gonna go in there and i mean he's done it before he's usually not gonna go in there and completely shit the bed but he's also never going to take over christian wood has had his moments where he has had terrible stretches could be uh i think um fantasy football they give you the the predict the projected score and then the yeah. the boom or bust ratio. Yeah. Like Dwight Powell's never gonna boom, he never gonna bust. Well, he's rarely gonna bust. He's usually gonna hit get you that average. Yeah. Christian Wood, 30% boom, maybe 10 to 15% bust. Usually gonna get you that average. For well. Him. Busting it. 
you've been struggling with this the whole segment. The yeah, the boom, booming is going over the average, and busting is going under the average. I, I, the average range, yeah. So let's say Christian Wood is projected to average fifteen in a game. Well, not average, get fifteen in a right. game. Uh, booming would be him getting twenty. A bust would be like him getting ten. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so I mean, I don't know what Dwight Powell's. <laughs> That's also bust, true. That's also true. Would be, but. But I'm looking at not just the the offense. I'm looking at the defense as well. Like right. Woods' defensive lapses are gonna sometimes hurt you. Like he might give you 17 and give up 10. That's possible on a normal night. <clears throat> Dwight Powell might give you four and give up eight on a normal night. That's that's the way I kind of look at it. Uh, tonight, I thought Wood was on it. I thought he had minimal lapses, and I thought he should have closed the game out. There was nothing that putting Dwight Powell in over him in that scenario accomplished. Do you agree? I agree 100%. At least then, excuse me, you have someone. I mean, on that very last play, it didn't matter because that was a one-on-one. Nobody was going to be there to get the rebound. on. And neither one of them was in for that last play. Yeah, neither one of them was in for that. Uh, but down the stretch, what do we get from putting the white pile in the game? He's not rebounding for us. He's not deterring anyone at the rim. Not saying Christian Wood is, but Christian Wood is more likely to get a block or a great contest at the rim than the white is. The white isn't getting us buckets. He did get that alley oop late in the game uh, after that role, which I give him. That was really good. Uh, and I don't really think that's something Christian Wood would do because. Dwight is better at setting picks and rolling than Christian Wood is. I don't think anybody is questioning that. But at least with Christian Wood on the court, you have Kyrie and Luka who can get you buckets, and you have Christian Wood who can stretch the floor, open up space for them. Uh, Christian Wood who can grab boards, whether it be on offense or defense, to where they're not getting second-chance points. Christian Wood who can go get you a bucket if you need it. Dwight Powell's not doing any of those things. And I think at the end of the game, the way it was going, the back and forth, you needed, granted, you needed stops, but you needed to ensure that you could get a bucket. You needed your best bucket getters on the court. And the fact that we don't really have any defensive centers, the two centers that were playing, I'm going to go with the one who's going to get me a bucket, not the one who's going to give me neither. So nothing against the white pile. That's just how I would have done it. So, so Jason Kiss seems to have somewhat agreed with that idea, but his idea of getting the bucket getters on the court was to take Josh Green out, who clamped, clamped KD all night. Clamped. KD took two shots when Josh Green was guarding him. Two. And he guarded him most of the game. Two shots. One of them he got fouled. It was a veteran foul call. The other one he bricked. He was not getting shots off on Josh Green. He could not get to his spot. He could not get comfortable with Josh Green on him. He took out Josh Green for Tim Hardaway Jr., who we mentioned had three points in the second half. Cold in the second. Not a, I'm not going to say cold in the second half because his shooting percentage just didn't go, didn't go down. He just didn't do anything. He wasn't doing nothing. 
Yeah. He was doing absolutely nothing in the second half. Let me reemphasize that Christian Wood started the fourth. I think he scored 11 in the fourth quarter, at least. The complete night and day from his atrocious fourth quarter against the Lakers. He dominated the start of the fourth quarter. He got us to the bonus. Right? He was controlling the game at that point in time. So you take out Christian Wood, who's been the big control in the game to start the quarter, for Dwight Powell, who gives us nothing. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. You take out Josh Green, who's been the, the best defender on the court all night, on their best player, for Tim Hardaway Jr. And I, they literally just showed the replay on my screen. I, saw it. I didn't even realize because I was just so upset in the moment. So Josh is out. Tim is in. Tim is guarding KD on the shot. Yes. 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 When that, when that possession happened, I'm watching. I'm like, first I was like, okay, Josh isn't closing the game out. Then I saw, I said, why is Tim Hardaway Jr. on Kevin Durant with the game on the No disrespect to Tim. He's a solid on-ball defender. But he's not Josh Green. He's a solid on-ball defender on his best day. Right. Josh Green is a solid on-ball defender on his worst day. Mm. And tonight was a great day for Josh Green defense. So let me it's recap. Not like you can't say we needed Tim shooting because he wasn't shooting it. Recap. <laughs> recap. Sun's last two buckets, eight and two offensive rebounds and a putback. KD pull up over Tim Hardaway Jr. Tim is in there as the, the extra bucket getter, despite having three total points in the second half. Christian Wood is on the bench despite having 11 points in that quarter. Make it make sense. And this is what so I mean by our coach not putting us in the best position. To win. So Christian Wood was out to bring in Dwight Powell, who doesn't give you what Christian Wood gives you, which is what you need. And Tim Hardaway is in instead of Josh Green. When Tim doesn't give you what Josh Green gives you, which is what you need right now. <clears throat> make it make sense to me, man. I don't know. And I'm not saying Josh would have stopped KD on that last shot. More than likely, he wouldn't have. Right. But I trust Josh more than I trust Tim Hardaway fucking Jr. on Kevin Durant. Maybe me and Kid were not watching the same game. That's the only thing I could think is maybe Kid didn't notice what I noticed. Which I mean, he said he'd be watching like us, so. He wasn't watching like me. I'll tell you that. Again, you need a bucket. You you want a bucket getter out there with Kyrie and Lucas, so it's not on them to score. You got Bullock. Bullock is a lock, right? Bullock is going to give you the defense. He's going to take advantage of that catch-and-shoot opportunities. But you want another bucket getter. So you choose the guy who was hot in the first half versus the guy that's been hot in this quarter as your bucket getter. The quarter that matters the most. Right. Not only is that person potentially your bucket getter, but they're also your best opportunity at stopping somebody at the rim as a big man. 
your best opportunity to end the possession with a rebound. So now you that's a two top two reasons to have Christian Wood on the court. And then you remove your best defender. So now we have one defender on the court against a team with Devin Booker and KD. What are you doing? So they say, which guy is Bullock on? All right, other guy, go get the bucket. Thank you for making Monty Williams' job easy for him. That much easier. Because <laughs> that's exactly what I would have done. Yeah, oh, Bullock is on book. All right, it's on you, KD. Oh, Bullock's on KD. Book, go get us a bucket. Because Tim Hardaway can't defend Devin Booker either. Eight and be ready because Dwight Powell can't keep you off the glass. Dwight Powell couldn't keep a fly off the glass. He couldn't keep me off the glass. Even if he got to it, I'm just expecting to smack it out of bounds. So, or I could take it out of his little baby hands. This is where we are. Bare minimum, I asked for is to put us in position to win. If Josh get, gets Jade on, I, I can live with that. But seeing it was Tim Hardaway Jr., that's upsetting. Because that means we didn't try. Anything else we need to say about, about this? Just, just content. The Jason Kidd-isms, man. I just, it's, it's the most frustrating part about watching this team, and it continues to hurt us. Will I say it's the reason we're losing games? No, because there's more that goes into it, but it's not helping. It's not helping. No. So, I mean, th- this kind of feels like. <clears throat> How I thought, damn, AD got 23 points already in the first half. That's why he got hit in the face too. Like his eye was swelling up. Um, it's hilarious that they got KD and Kyrie on the back in the background. <laughs> in the background, talking about the Mavs game. Um, well, Kyrie did have a better game, but um, yeah, man, it's just it's kind of like in the beginning of the season when we were complaining about Reggie Bullock, and I'm like, look, man, I ain't gonna keep complaining about this shit every game if it's just gonna continue, and, and that's how I'm starting to feel about Jason Kidd. It's getting exhausting. So uh, from this point forward, I will not keep complaining about Jason Kidd doing the same old shit. If he does something new, that's bullshit. I'll <laughs> complain about it, but if he keep doing the same bullshit, I'm not. I'm just. It is what it is. It's expected at this point. So why am I upset? That makes me look like the fool. Somebody keeps fucking you over and you keep giving them the chance to and you get upset. You're a dumbass. Just saying. I really don't want to be in the play-in. I don't. It's dangerous. Now, granted, it, it, let, let me look at the landscape of the play-in right now. Like who we be playing against? Yeah, okay. My phone just did something very stupid and restarted on its own. What the fuck? The actual phone? Um, yeah. So if the Grizzlies moved ahead of us, that or the the not the Grizzlies, Wolves. the Wolves moved ahead of us. It is the Clippers. Oh fucking hell! Okay. Um. That's 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 fucking great. Um. 
Yeah. At least if we lose to the Clippers, we still get another chance. And then we will play, currently it will be the Jazz or the Pelicans. And I'm okay with that. A healthy Pelicans? I don't know. But <laughs> What's Zion leg looking like? <laughs> healthy Pelicans? I don't know. The Jazz? I'm cool with that. They defend as worse as we do. Boy, well, now they, got, now they playing Walker Kessler, so I don't know. If Laurie Markkinen sent us home, I am not tweeting all summer. Imagine if the Utah Jazz sent us home a year after we sent them home. When they were supposed to be rebuilding. I would not tweet. I would not tweet. Granted, I don't think we're going to end up in the play-in, honestly. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of basketball to be played, all those games. All those teams are tight. Uh, Who knows what the Clippers' bodies are going to do over these next couple uh, weeks. Um. The Pelicans, I, f- I feel sorry for them. They they were looking, they were sitting pretty for a while, and the, 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 I think the Zion setback has kind of really derailed them. Like I think around this time, the last two seasons, we thought we were going to end up in a play, and it didn't. So anything happened. Yeah, I uh, we, I think we have we finished six both times or fifth, yeah. fifth or six. We finished like fifth. a tie. We finished fifth um, when we played the Clippers the second time. I think we yeah. finished in a tie both times. I think we finished six last year. Oh, right? we had the tiebreaker. Did we finish oh, we six fifth last, last year? Fifth last year. Yeah, it was a four-five matchup. I think against. The I think it was a four-five matchup both times. The last two times, yes, and yeah. then the previous time, I think we were six. Yeah. Um, and I want to say most of them, two of them were ties. But I can't remember. I know the bubble one was a three-way tie, if I'm not mistaken. I, I don't feel like doing this right now. Point is, we've been close to the bubble. I mean, the, the play in each time. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so, my eyes, I got an eyelash in my eye. That's that's I, the, the worst. The ladies ladies think they want long eyelashes. I promise you. You don't. I promise you, you don't. It's one of the most annoying th- things ever. Like, you ever had one where you trying to go to bed? When you what? When you trying to go to bed? No, but I get them in the morning all the time. Man, that's that's like I'm trying to go to sleep, and then I just feel that that little that little sting that you get. It's so annoying. Then you gotta get up out the bed, go to the mirror, find it, rub it to the corner, all that good stuff. So whatever, man. Um, I was about to start talking about the week ahead, but I guess we'll do that on the weekly forecast. Yeah, let's take a quick break. And we'll get to our weekly segments. Mavs fans, the action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fool your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You can throw down on all major action for baseball, golf, MMA, basketball, of course, and more. Plus, with same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props, your betting options feel endless. Obviously, this summer, around the summertime, You'll have the NBA playoffs, the best of the best, the best teams are the best, the best players are the best. Obviously, me, along with y'all, I'm sure, 
We'll keep an eye on the Dallas Mavericks if they happen to be in it. The new addition to Kyrie Irving has clearly opened up a lot of options for players on the team. So a lot of overs for guys like Kyrie as far as assists, rebounds, guys like Josh Green as far as assists, rebounds, and even points. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code TBPN. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, folks, welcome back. Uh, we have reached the weekly, weekly segment portion of the program. And while the Mavs still have a little bit of time before the playoffs, our fantasy league does not. This has been the penultimate week. Next week is the last week of the regular season before the playoffs kick off. Now, it was a 16-team league. Eight teams make the playoffs. We told you already six spots were already claimed. So this week, we're down to myself, KT, and Shiko fighting for those last two spots. Now, if I win, I'm in. Uh, and fortunately, I had I had the good fortune of playing against Maurice here. Uh, the Baltimore Bullets, their gun has jammed for several weeks. And uh, it didn't jam the first time I played you, but you know. and you know what? Payback is a bit. Eleven fifty eight to six twenty one. He got caught lacking. It, it happens to the best of us. Uh, I'm I'm in the playoffs, so at least one of us is defending the money against y'all greedy pockets. Um, moving on, boys don't Kawhi versus Bay Area MFFL. Uh, I had, well, I don't know why this is doing this now. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Scoreboard, there we go. Uh, Bay Area MFFL is 13-5. and five. They won <laughs> five in a row. Uh, they're going to win today to move to six in a row. Uh, another one of those matchups of a person in the playoffs versus a person that's not in the playoffs. Now, we did have a matchup between two big-timers in the playoffs. Watch the Throne versus Team Coops. That game right now is 11-25 Coops, 11-27. Like I said, it's happening right, right now. 11-27 to 10-94. is a 32-point spread. Watch the Throne has Dennis Schroeder in the third quarter, Mike Beasley in the third quarter. Mike Beasley. Jesus Christ. I'm old as shit. Malik Beasley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he also has... If feel any better, I think Michael Beasley when I see M. Beasley, too. Yeah, they, 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 uh, damn. All right, I've been around too long. Um, he still got Ubre later, Zubak, Chris Dunn, Dame, Kevin Porter Jr., and Derek White. So I would say he has a good opportunity, but let's double check what Coops has going. He has Caruso, who's in the third, Isaiah Joe, Clay Thompson, who's in the third, Daniel Gafford, Draymond, Quentin Grimes, Julius Randle. A.D., who has 42 fantasy points early in the third, good God, Gordon Hayward and Rui Hachimura. So, yeah, this one's probably going to come down to the wire. Yeah. Dane just had a 70-piece the other night. Ain't no telling what he's going to do uh, against Orlando Magic. So, anyway, both of those teams are in the playoffs, but it could affect seeding. Uh, so, we'll see how that goes. 
Freeport Islanders, that's Chico. He did what he had to do, 1,248 points to get himself to 10 and 9 on the season. But if KT got the dub, it may not make any difference. So let's check right now. Girl, you know it's Drew. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Girl, you know it's Drew with the dub. 878 to 751 over Josh Green is OKX. So she is going to move to 11. I think that's going to go ahead and put Chico out of his misery. We'll double check after the, 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 the night or I guess tomorrow once the dust settles to see if there's a tiebreaker that could push Chico over the top, but I don't believe so. So it looks like it's going to be KT coming in at the seven or eight seed, depending on what happens next week. And myself (laughs) as the other seven or eight seed. Moving ahead, the balding point took care of OKC Sean, who's not in the playoffs. SJ's children took care of Toby Boumaye, who's not in the playoffs. And Saib took care of creative team name, who's not in the playoffs. Next week's matchups that matter, potentially. I, I, I don't know. I will be playing Saib. And again, it may affect seedings. We're both playoff teams. Everybody's kind of tight up here. Bay Area MFFL will be pay, playing Reese. Could affect seeding, but I doubt Reese's lineups will be set. Coops is going to take care of boys don't Kawhi most likely, which will affect seeding. Chico, if he does have a slim chance of winning, he's going to have to take out a playoff team and watch the throne. KT's got team wild build, which should be an easy one. Uh, SJ's children versus the balding point. Both teams are currently 13 and five, about to move to 14 and five. Could affect seeding. And then the other two games are between non playoff teams. So, Next week, we will be talking about playoff matchups, potentially. Uh, we'll see where we're at. I think we don't have a game on Sunday. Do we play? So we play Saturday, no game Sunday, and I, we said we're not going to do the three-in-a-row thing. So how you want to play that? We play the Grizzlies Saturday, no game Sunday, and then the Grizzlies on Monday. Yeah, the Saturday game. Skip Saturday. So record Sunday and Monday. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. All right. <clears throat> so next week, we'll be looking at the playoffs, potentially looking at the matchups, maybe not. We'll talk about the matchups, actually. We'll do that in the Grizzlies game. We'll save it for the Grizzlies game because that way the dust will have settled and playoff matchups will start it. <laughs> With that said, that's going to do it for the playoff fantasy fantasy playoff rundown and the hunt, the chase for the hundred. Speaking of fantasy, I want to I want to talk about something. Um, my homie Pierre, who who's a part of Through the Wire, uh, started up um, a two K fantasy league that I told you about before, and I control the Mavericks. So I had Anthony Davis on my team. Ended up trading at I had. My top three players, I missed most of the draft. Okay. The CPU drafted my team. My first three picks were Anthony Davis, Jalen Brunson, and Julius Randle. Not bad. I ended up trading Anthony Davis and Julius Randle for Jimmy Butler and Devin Booker. But Um. So I missed the playoffs because I stopped playing. Was working a lot, couldn't get games in. I missed the playoffs. I was the 11th seed, so 
it's the off season now. The playoffs was done. Um, and I'm just like, look, man, I'm ready for free agency. Let's do this. Like, so y'all uh, keeping it rolling? <laughs> yeah, it's still going. It's still okay. going. We in, we in a new season now. The off season's done. Right. So I'm like, you know, uh, let me check in, see where we at in the off season, see see when we doing this. And somebody DM me, and they was like, uh, "What's up with the first pick?" I said, "What?" They said, "I said, who got the first pick?" I won the draft lottery and got the first overall pick as the 11th seed in the West. Did y'all do the loaded draft then? Yes, we did. (laughs) (laughs) I drafted Victor Wemenyama to the Dallas Mavericks with Devin Booker, Julius Randle, Keegan Murray. I thought you traded Randle. No, I traded Brunson. Oh, you said Randall earlier. Oh, I'm okay. I traded Anthony Davis and Jalen Brunson. Okay, that makes more Uh, sense. Devin Booker, Julius Randall, Jimmy Butler, Keegan Murray, Victor Wimanyama. When I drafted this motherfucker, his three point shot was a 92. A what? His overall is an 82. Who picked this draft? Like, well, Pierre made the draft class, but 2K has this thing where, like, they incorporate storylines into draft classes and it changes their attributes than what you made them sometimes. Okay. So, so this dude is sick. Like <laughs> my fucking is sick. I'm averaging right now with him. <clears throat> 26 points per game and 15 rebounds, two blocks and two steals. 92, three point percentage. 92, three pointer. I mean, rating. I might have fucked my team up a bit because I was trying to trade Devin Booker. I was like, I need a point guard. Like, I like Devin Booker, but he regressed a bit in the offseason. And his ball control is like a 92, but his speed with ball is a 73. So he's kind of slow with the ball. Okay. So I traded him to Pierre. I traded Devin Booker and Dante DiVincenzo, who was my starting point guard. Mainly just for defense. Didn't need him to score much. Just needed him to defend out there. Jimmy was really running the point for the most part. But I wanted a real point guard. So I traded Devin Booker and Dante DiVincenzo for De'Aaron Fox and Derek White. Derek White's really good on the game. Okay. De'Aaron Fox is too, but it's taking some getting used to using this motherfucker. I was actually pretty good with Fox last time. I I didn't realize how much I missed Devin Booker shooting because like my team was really good at coming back from being down and part of it was because Devin Booker could shoot me back in the games the mm-hmm. Aaron Fox can't do that but Vic can I was about to say why why <laughs> yeah I take any shots like Vic can. so you know I, I should be good I just want to put that out there update y'all on my crazy super team you know what I'm gonna don't give people thoughts with the way Jason Mid is handling things right now. Just don't 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 put stuff in people's heads. <laughs> Speaking of nah, that ain't gonna work. <laughs> Trying to figure out where you was going with that. All right, wait, I think I do got one. Speaking of Jason Mid, it's time to find out who the unsung hero of the week, and that would be the player that overcame Jason Kidd's bullshit. Tell that 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 shit was forced. That shit was forced. That was forced. 
have you ever listened to a double toasted episode where a guy uh writes i mean types them sends them an email and he tries to tell a joke and why they're reading a the joke they're just like okay look just stop like <laughs> this this is the shit ain't funny <laughs> i don't know if i i don't think i have they don't do it often but they've done it before like people, must only write, for YouTube. people will write them emails okay yeah and, i don't think um, i've ever heard them read emails yeah people will write them emails and sometimes they'll try to tell a joke and they just like no this this shit ain't funny <laughs> like anyway uh i'm not going to delay it uh the mavs outsiders it's hard to pick a ma- an unsung hero when the team went one and four but i'm at one and three i'm sorry I say, hold up. one and three um the Mavs Outsiders Unsung Hero of the Week Award is being awarded to Tim Hardaway Jr. Man, man, look, stop hating. You want me to pull up his numbers? I didn't say anything. I mean? saw your face. <laughs> I get triggered his numbers. I get triggered by his name. All right. I'm going to read his numbers. Even though we lost, I'm going to read his numbers. Okay. Oh, shit. I just clicked out of it. Okay. <laughs> Beginning of the week against the Los Angeles Lakers, we blew that game. But regardless, Tim Hardaway Jr., 5 for 13, 4 for 8 from 3, and 17 points. Against the Pacers, another game we should not have lost, but we did anyway. 4 for 6 from the field, 4 for 6 from 3, 16 points. Okay, all right, let's keep going. Now, he he did not perform that well against the Philadelphia 76ers, the game that we did win. Uh, do not read too much into that. Um, <laughs> three for seven. Zero? Three for seven. <laughs> well, there was no goddamn unsung hero for this game because Luke and Kyrie went off. And I wasn't giving it to Reggie Bullock. I'm at three for seven from the field, two for four from three, only eight points. But, you know, it it, it is what it is. And y'all know what he did today in the first half because we talked because we talked about it. But I had to give the award to somebody. So I gave it to Tim Hardaway Jr. Uh, Shout out to him. Don't see him getting the award too often, but he did get it this week. So congratulations. Going to kick it to bibs now. For the weekly forecast, uh, this week was a stinker going one and three. Uh, hopefully, that's not a repeat next week. Hopefully, the team performs better next week. But let's see who we have on the schedule before we can even decide what we expect from this team. Weatherman Bibbs. Hi, Reese. It's your boy, Weatherman Bibbs, here with the weekly forecast. Uh, don't know about how things are going up in Baltimore, but it's very polleny out here in these streets. Everything is green. Your boy's allergies are flaring up. With that said, let's talk about the basketball coming up this week. Folks, after this loss to the Suns, we're going to stay at home and welcome the Utah Jazz. Like, as we mentioned, could be a play-in opponent if we don't get things going here very soon. Speaking of play-in opponents, guess what, folks? We're going to New Orleans right after that. That's right, Jazz Pelicans, the two teams that are right behind us in the playoff standings. That's who we'll face in the middle of the week. That's Tuesday, Wednesday, a back-to-back. Will Luca rest in one of those games? He's dealing with a little bit of a thigh injury. Maxi Kleba missed tonight. Not a good sign either. Then we'll move to the weekend where we've kind of talked about this already, but 
The Memphis Grizzlies on the road. We're going to be facing them. Uh, ja Morant with a, a, a suspension. And I, I mentioned Ja Morant. I'm wearing uh, the threads currently. Uh, Reese has the, the Thule behind his head. Uh, the Thule, he was acting a fooly in the club. Uh, should have been throwing ones and 20s. Instead, he pulled out. Is that a Glock 9 millimeter? Uh, whatever. Uh, the 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 Grizzlies on the road, potentially Jaws going to be out. Brandon Clark, they just lost him for the season. You hate to see that. Uh, Dylan Brooks just served his one-game suspension for Tex. Will Luca cross that threshold when we face the Grizzlies back-to-back? Those are our three games this week, Reese. How are you feeling? Uh, coming out of this week, I cannot say I'm feeling confident. Um, not sure what the Pelicans are going to look like. Their health is, I mean, I don't expect Zion to come back. So I guess the team is what it is. Um, not going to lie. I'm going to go one and two. You know, I was leaning. I want to say three and oh, but the way this team has been performing, I really can't be that confident. So I'm going to drop it to a one. They give me no reason to be that confident. Um, yeah, uh, I, I believe we beat the Jazz uh, going on the road against the Pelicans and Grizzlies. I, I think both of those are going to be losses. Yeah, I think <clears throat> Jonas Valanciunas is the X factor for me for, against the Pelicans. He's going to eat the White Power alive. And the Grizzlies, it might come down to whether or not Ja is playing. And how he's acting, because he may lock in after this. He may leave the guns at home. Or we're going to his house so he, he can bring the guns, I guess. Boy, want to be Javaris Crittenton so bad, man. We, we really don't need that. We really don't need that as a culture. Um, I need him to get his head on straight and stop being stupid. I'm not trying to see him make it out the league. It's not what I'm trying to see. They got the camera on Muscle Beach. Come on, son. Yeah, man. I don't. And why is it? Never mind. Anyway. Is that uh who did who the do um Joey Swole? Who the fuck is Joey Swole? You don't know Joey Swole? No, I don't. Joey Swole is the big dude to be doing the gym etiquette videos. Like somebody, a girl post a video and be like, creepy guy staring <laughs> at me. I'm like, gosh, I'm so uncomfortable. And he'll be like, this is not what is happening in this video. Jim is all about helping each other to brotherhood. That the guy who uh he built like Johnny video Bravo about the janitor, the, the guy that was cleaning up the gym and Jim I don't fucking know. <clears throat> no. But he basically he's like he usually tells people uh, etiquette about spotters and stuff like that. He calls out people that put out these these viral. Uh, these these fishing for calling people out at the gym, people videoing in the gym and then being mad that people are video or aren't liking that they're videoing. Basically, uh, but he's built like Johnny Bravo, so I always, always chuckle about it. Um, with that said, I don't think we have much else to say here on this basketball tip. Uh, we are going to record the Creed 3 <laughs> review here at some point. Uh, I'm also going to record the Bibbs Corner Awards for 2022. 
I'm going to say there are not many surprises <laughs> about those awards, but we're going to do them. Attack on Titan dropped. Woo! It did terrible things to your boy. That gas, boy. That shit was fire. I was watching that shit in the middle of the night last night. I was like, damn. I, uh, was having fun at first. <laughs> <laughs> and then I wasn't. <laughs> That's how the show is. And then when it was over, I realized they didn't come back to like drop seven episodes. That's it. That's it till the fall, brother. They got me fucked up. What, Why you even sh- what, what Kevin Durant say? I mean, Kevin Garnett say, Why the fuck would you show it to me if I can't have it? They really just teased us for no reason. Like, you could have saved that for the fall, bro. We could have waited. Waiting. We could have waited. We could have waited. But now it makes it worse when you show us and make. God bless him. Um, what else? Oh, I've been trying to figure out how to do like a preview type thing on the, the, the movie podcast. Like, and I think what I'm going to do, I'm going to do it for TV shows. I'm going to do shows that are coming out this month. I'm going to do a Why You Should Watch if, I, if, I, if I'm familiar with the shows. So I think the last part of You is coming out this week. You the show. Uh, I don't want to confuse any Fox News hosts. Succession is coming back at the end of the month. Um couple shows just came back but i'm gonna do like quick 5 10 15 minute this is why you should watch the show if you're not watching so be on the lookout for those uh anything you need to plug reese uh yeah the latest episode of the mind of reese podcast um we did a draft uh we did our hip-hop super group draft um Derek was unable to make it because he was sick so it was only four of us it was me jerron uh, a homie Dell and the homie Av. Uh, it was fun. It was fun. If you're a fan of hip hop, you're gonna enjoy it. I'm pretty sure y'all gonna be like, "Oh man, where's this name? Where's that name?" Like, we did one draft, um, and then we was like, "Man, there's so many names left. We can do another one." Then we was like, "Hey, let's do one more." Like, we did three drafts in one episode. Um, I'm not gonna explain the rules here. Go listen to it. I'll explain all the rules and and. I hope y'all enjoyed the episode, but definitely check that out. It was fun. One of my favorites. Okay. Um, I actually started it. I didn't finish it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I got upset because I was told I was going to be invited. <laughs> oh, no. I said I was going to think about it. Uh-huh. Yep. But then I was like, damn, there's so many fucking people already. I was like, damn, there's five people already. I don't want to do six. But then when this motherfucker ain't show up, I was like, well, I should have just fucking invited Bibs. And then you did three drafts. So it sounds like it sounds like six people would have been all right, but it's okay. No, nah, six people would have been crazy. No, nah, you're right, you're right. If that's, we that's... did six people, no way we could have done three drafts. <laughs> <laughs> we did three drafts with four people. Okay, okay, four people. That makes more sense. All right. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Um <clears throat> there was somebody just there was somebody I didn't draft, a producer, who I had listed down as an option. That I think you would have liked if I drafted. 
talking about exile. What you know about exiles? <laughs> <laughs> That's who came to my mind, but I was like, why would he have exile on his list? Put it down as an option just because. Okay. I mean, he's worked with a lot of West Coast guys. Um, I got nothing else. I ain't got nothing else either. All right, I'm going to hit up Shy. See where he at with his Creed 3. Until next time, folks. Peace. Spoiler alert. If you don't want to be spoiled on Attack on Titan, end the episode now. Shit. in peace Hanji why they do my girl like that rest in peace Hanji man why they do my girl like that she went out like a G <laughs> what it did oh when they did the uh <clears throat> when they did the afterlife joint I'm gonna put this after the uh yeah that had me fucked up because I was like wait is she alive and then I saw I was like wait what the fuck she just burned up like then I saw Irvin I was like oh shit she didn't yeah, I saw everybody else. I was like, oh, she, this it was fun to see Irvin again, man. That's my guy. And and the two commanders, the two, the last two commanders of the goddamn regiment went out like some fucking G's. Yeah. Um, when the guy that I put onto the show was like going through it and like talking, reacting to stuff, it made me like reappreciate some of the stuff that had happened over the course of the season that I watched last year or over the course of the series, I should say. And um he was like, man, like Irwin going out like this. And then like as something happened, he was like, I wonder if Irwin would have made that decision. Like when Hanji did something uh with Aaron near the end. And uh so it was cool to see him and, and, and to have him tell her like she did the job, basically. Yeah, yeah. That was that was dope. A Shout perfectly timed afterlife sequence. Perfectly timed. Like if we had oh, already that that kid getting stepped on fucked me up. No, um, why they do it like that? Why they do it like? That? Did you see the guy shoot himself? Yeah, I was like, yo, they going in with these sequences. Like, what is this? It was too real. Attack on Titan going crazy, man. They could never make a live action. You cannot make a live action Attack on Titan. Man. Like, it would have to be the the people that did the boys would have to do it if they did. It. Like, <laughs> need a big budget too. You need all the budget. Like I just kept like when when the people of Marley were like trying to run away, and they were on that mountain, and they just saw the Titans coming. I'm like, yo, what would I do? In this, I, like I just keep running. I don't know where I'm going, but I'm like, maybe if I keep running, at some point they'll stop. Like, <clears> like I'm gonna try to stand there watching. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's, it's got to be a way to get around them, is what I would have to think. But no way to get them. <laughs> no way. To get you go near them, you'll burn alive. <laughs> like, can oh. I go in the ocean? It's like, nah, they boil in the water. Like, know what I was thinking? 
Why ain't people going in their basements? That's what I was like, go underground. But, but like maybe trample the house. It's like the house is on top of it. But I was thinking they might not have basements in those types of areas. That's true. Um, but yeah, I was like, man, are they gonna show some people that were underground during this, like a tunnel or something? Like, let me find a bridge or something. Under- some people had to go underground or something, man. That's your best shot. Yeah. Some something underground, but uh unless the steam is so hot it goes underground too. Like that's true. It's just a lot, it's just it was just rough. Um, because you knew what was gonna happen, but I didn't realize they was gonna show it like that. Like the, unless they're so colossal that <laughs> that when they're walking, being underground feels like a fucking earthquake. That I mean, this the underground like, could collapse around you. Yeah, because yeah, like, look, when those kids were far away in the woods, the ground was shaking, and the titans were far away. So it's like, imagine being right under them, like. Yeah, I don't know, man. There's no right answer. No right answer. They were there to destroy, and they did that. Um, hmm. Yeah, I'll put this after the uh, outro music. Catch you. Attack on Titan will return in the fall. <laughs>